31 minutes past four is our time. Establishing a healthy relationship with your workplace is what we speak of. If you have questions, you can send them on our WhatsApp, on our Twitter, as well as SMS. How does one establish a healthy bond and attachment to your job and work? To not just over-invest yourself or give more than you should or are getting back. Let's talk then to life coach Frederick Mababulo uh, on this topic. Uh, Frederick, thank you so much for joining us. How are you this Tuesday? Thank you very much and good morning to you. We haven't spoken in a while. It's great to have you back on uh, SAFM Sound Awake. We appreciate it. Before we get it's into, an honor. thank you. Before we get into the, the the points of how we establish a healthy relationship with our workplace, what actually results in us having an unhealthy relationship with our workplace? What makes us attach and overinvest? Well, I think the desperation to keep our jobs, especially in the South African context where unemployment is very high. The desperation to keep your job with whatever the cost, that becomes the number one drive for some. Mm. And the other thing is the rotten cultures in most of the work, work environment where one needs to impress the boss as opposed to achieving their set goals and doing what is within their job description. That becomes another thing. Mm. But also, we come into the workplace with other bad cultures, such as the attitude to try and outplay colleagues as opposed to you doing um, what you are supposed to do. And you find that the person has to stretch themselves beyond limits and not to really get done what they need to do, but they are trying to make sure that they outplay anyone and everyone around them. And that would leave you dry and, and, and stressed, and, and, and it, it would introduce you to mental health like any, none other thing can do. Because the objective really in the workplace should be to understand your role, to understand what is required of you, and make sure that you do all that is required of your role on time and the best way possible. Not to push to outplay colleagues versus excelling in your role. So how do we start uh, when it comes to establishing a healthy relationship with our workplace? I, I, I would believe that the best way to start is learn to understand your role. Uh, this is what I'm hired to do, this is what my role required, and do all that is required in your own, mm-hmm. on time, and the best way possible, and move on to do, and try the best also, and that's number two, not to compensate for poor work performance by overperformance. Some people, instead of doing their work well, they rather do their, their work more. You rather work uh, from morning until at night and be available all weekend just to compensate for the poor work performance that you, 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 you did during the week. The other thing, outline your limitations and boundaries clearly in the early uh, uh, days of your working relationship. Mm-hmm. And also keep on updating those uh, limitations, having that conversation as and when uh, uh, things change. Because all of us have limitations, all of us have boundaries, but if you don't outline that, especially to those you report or to those you work with, if you don't outline those limitations, some of those limitations are imposed to you by the change in your family structure. You are a young girl, you are, now start, you are getting married, you are starting to build a family, and so on and so on. Make sure that you find a way to outline those differences and those challenges and those boundaries as when they happen so that you're not pushed over the edge. And the other thing to do is to 
continuously improve your skills and knowledge mm. to perform your work. This will make it easier and stress-free for you uh, uh, to undertake your role. Because if you just stay in the same place and you abandon the personal development, it becomes harder and harder to do the easiest of things. And if it is not becoming easier, and if it becomes more and more harder, then it becomes more and more stressful, then you hate your job more and more because there will be more and more issues in the workplace. And the last thing to really establish a, a good environment, especially for your mental health, is solicit honest feedback, not just compliments. Mm -hmm. Because if you are over-complimented, the day there is correction or the day you realize that the compliments don't really reconcile with the, with the actual work results, then you start to worry in it. And when we do these five things that I've mentioned, uh, uh, um, you start to excel in your work. And where there is excellence, there is order. And where there is order, there is a bit of peace of mind. But I must mention this because it's mm -hmm. important. All these things, they thrive within a specific kind of culture in the workplace. Things rise and fall on the kind of culture that thrives in the workplace. You can do all these things, but if you've got a culture and you've got leadership in that particular workplace that don't value hard work, that don't value commitment, that don't value uh, honesty, that don't value uh, uh, dedication, then these things don't thrive. That's why people then resolve to, I will try and please the boss versus getting the job done. I will try to push to outplay colleagues versus excelling in my role. And th if you do this, this will really uh, uh, not get you anywhere in the workplace. Does the amount of time that one sees themselves or the amount of time that they aim to dedicate within that specific company or department or job have a bearing in terms of whether they will set these boundaries or not? It's not necessarily about the time. It's about the commitment over time. It's about um, mm -hmm. the efforts put over time. It's about the understanding put over time. They, in fact, research has proved that people who have worked for longer in, in specific roles tend to be bad influence to those who just come in because they will be then projecting words like, uh, we have been here longer than you. Uh, if you're trying to introduce a new thing, they'll tell you, you're not going to succeed. We tried the same. We ended up where we are. But then there are those good few who would, who, who would serve as mentors, as coaches in the workplace for those who are entering. But there are those who will use their, their time of service as an entitlement to certain things. And there are those who will use their time of, of, uh, of activity uh, as their entitlement, meaning by this I mean a guy will arrive at work at 5 o'clock instead of 8, mm. and he will stay there until uh, 7, 8, 9 uh, o'clock at night, and then use that to say, I'm the hardest working person here. And that is where the dilemma of time versus results come into play. Workplace previously used to, there used to be a lot of people who got fired because they were late at work. Mm. Not because they were not performing, but because they were late at work. Not because they were late for a meeting, but because they just arrived to the door very late. And many people were called non-performers just because they worked very late at work. I think COVID has introduced a new uh, landscape in the workplace yeah. that m much of the workplaces are now starting to shift from being time conscious to being results driven. 
get the results done, it really doesn't matter how long you spend time at work. Because now, here we are getting results without us being at work five days a week, uh, eight to four every day, but we still get results done. Of course, many are still struggling with that because these are the type of people who would probably enjoy showing off uh, um, their adherence to time as opposed to delivery of results. As you say, work well, not more. So in in what ways then do these behaviors, when we do uh, not do that, when we don't work well, not more, when we get involved in these unhealthy attachments and bonds and and unhealthy cultures, in what way do they trickle into the rest of our life uh, areas, how they sabotage our well-being? Because sometimes we might think it's just at work, we leave it there, but we might take it with us to other areas. And, and, And if we don't take it with us to other areas, it takes us with to other areas. Mm-hmm. It will take you away from your family. It will take you away from other areas. Remember, your life is not just work. You've got family to take care of. And he or she that does well with their family, they tend to be more happier. It's, it's nicer to work with colleagues that are already doing well at home. It's nicer to, do, uh, to work with colleagues that are already taking care of their, their, their health because they've got time to do so. It's, it, 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 it's nicer to work with colleagues that are saving money, that are, are enjoying a good financial health, not because they earn more, but because they take time to work on their, on their uh, uh, financial matters. So if we push ourselves to unnecessary limits, we in turn create uh, unproductive cultures within the, the workplace toxic competition within the workplace mm-hmm. and toxic narratives within the workplace. At the end of the day, our clients don't receive the best uh, uh, service they deserve and therefore they create frustration and a frustrating environment within the workplace. Then the whole workplace becomes hell. Now that it becomes hell, we spend more time trying to fix the hell as opposed to delivering for the client. We spend more time trying to fix the, the 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 health and the and, the, and all these uh, squabbles in the workplace as opposed to to us delivering then workplaces like that if you follow those uh, colleagues back home you realize that their relationships uh, don't last you realize that there is bad parenting you realize that there is financial issues because sometimes you have to 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 go for retail therapy trying to cure what is happening at work. You will be using mm. narratives such as, uh, this is my hard-earned money. I, I worked hard for this money. I must enjoy it very hard. And by so doing, you end up overspending, trying to cure injuries that you caused in the workplace or that were caused on you. At the center of your mental health, to some extent, is what happens at your workplace. And if we get that done, we are fixing our home. You don't fix your home by fixing your home. You may have to fix your home by fixing your mind. And you don't fix your mind by fixing your mind. You may need to fix your mind by what you put in that mind. And you don't fix your or what you put into your mind by fixing what you put into your mind. You, fu- you fix what you put in your mind by fixing environments where you put your mind at. And one of those environments is the workplace. And until these workplaces are looked at carefully, handled carefully, and, and approached carefully, we, we, we are a long way off 
getting our families on track. Remember, like right now, it's about 4.42 in the morning. Mm. A number of, of, of South Africans are waking up about to go to work. And if you didn't sleep well last night because something happened at work, you are still tired today from yesterday's work and you have to return to the same place now. So when are you really going to sit down and have time? So it is important that sometimes you take some time off, even if it's five minutes, to sit down and say, let me take stock of my life in my workplace. Am I still supposed to be here? Mm. Am I contributing well to this place? How is this place affecting me? And how is that effect impacting in my home? And, and look at those things. Don't just change a job for the money. To some extent, change jobs for the cost that it impacts on you. Because you can change from one dollar to the other, one rent to the other, and realize that as high as I go on salary, the more I go on depression and stress, and the more I go on depression and stress, the more I lose my children, the more I lose my mind, the more I lose the money. Don't increase your salary only to spend all of it and have nothing and go back to the uh, 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 the scale that you were at before you change the, the job scale. So it's important to take yourself seriously. Absolutely. Thank you so much uh, for your time. Always appreciating talking to you, uh, Freddie. How do we connect with you on social media? Thank you very much. Uh, uh, my name is Frederick Kaunafaz or Mamabolo on Facebook. That's where I'm more active. And on Twitter, I'm still Frederick Kaunafaz or Mamabolo on LinkedIn, same name. And on TikTok, I think it's Maximum Weight. That's where we have snippets and guidance there. And then those who want to contact uh, me on WhatsApp can use 0615. Uh, 272727 for all workplace coaching and motivational talks and team buildings. Awesome stuff. Uh, Thanks again for your time. Thank you very much, ma'am. Good morning. Frederick Mamabulu is Life Coach, joining us on our Wellness Corner here. Our time is 44 minutes past four. Here's Gladys Knight with Neither One of Us.